0: hey everybody it's kylie gable welcome to the feminization boudoir podcast from candy apple press and um we have a another audio this week from pamela harlow uh in fact if you're listening to the premium podcast you'll be getting two from pamela so um i am really loving the work she's doing but i will promise you that we will be getting some other people doing audios very soon they've been sent out i'm really looking forward to what Shay comes up with um, on the one that I sent her, and I know Mr. Stite is working on one as we speak, so there'll be some other narrators coming your way very, very soon. But in the meantime, I hope you enjoy this one. It's part two of Feminizing the Tough Guys.
1: Tough Guys Feminized Part Two by Pamela Harlow and Kylie Gable. Danny and Sean were almost ready to reunite and be informed about the task ahead of them. Just a few more tweaks, Janine informed Emily and Rosa as they met in the hallway, and they'd all head to the living room in half an hour. So, Danny, Daniela, needs to work on his voice a little and his posture when walking at the moment he's hunched over like a 90 year old granny, Janine said. The three girls giggled. I think he needs to do some kind of princess twirl too, said Emily. I like it, said Janine. Make it happen. Emily and Rosa nodded. Anything else? Rosa asked. Janine shook her head. Of course, there's work to be done, she said, but little time. We need to get out there with our two new girlfriends. What about Sean?" asked Emily. What are you working on with her? I can't wait to see what you've done there. Janine laughed loudly. She's in a slutty gold dress and gold shoes, she said. She needs to perfect her slut talk and I'm going to work on slut eyes with her now too. Amazing, laughed Emily. Oh my God, said Rosa approvingly. See you in half an hour, Janine said, returning to her sissy. Emily and Rosa did the same. When they re-entered Danny's room, Emily and Rosa instinctively took on a suddenly more authoritative persona they'd been learning from Janine. Stand, Emily ordered, internally marvelling at how this order was the exact opposite of the one she might give to her dog back at home. Up on your feet, reinforced Rosa. Danny stood, sulking slightly, in his light blue princess dress and shoes. He'd been enjoying his rest on the bed as the three girls had their meeting, and he'd been trying to devise some kind of an escape plan. ''You need to work on your posture,'' Emily explained. ''Your balance in the heels is good, but you need to stand up straighter. Also, let me hear you speak like the princess you are.'' Danny sighed. He knew he had to comply, but he was hating it. He was used to making other people feel powerless not the other way round. Say, I am a princess and I love cock, then twirl around for us, said Rosa. Although she was highly amused, she said it with a straight face and a threatening glare. Emily glared at Danny too, until he complied. Standing up as straight as he could, he said in the most feminine voice he could manage, I am a princess and I love cock. Emily and Rosa giggled with delight. Don't forget the twirl, said Emily. Danny turned around, enjoying the split second he was faced away from his forced mistresses, then back to them. He even improvised and added a little curtsy on the end, much to his own surprise and the girl's delight. Again, said Emily. Danny repeated the act, with less enthusiasm but more finesse. Again, said Rosa, making him do it for a third time. Third time's a charm, said Emily, after he had completed the act. Let's walk and talk, she said, standing beside Danny and leading him on a circular journey around the room. As they walked together, with Rosa offering continuous advice on how Danny could improve his posture, Emily talked with him about what a pretty princess he was. "'Do you know what pretty princesses do?' she asked. "'I don't know,' responded Danny. "'Voice,' Emily said. "'I don't know,' he said. "'I guess pretty princesses walk around being pretty.' "'That's right,' said Emily. "'Pretty and polite, except for when they're naughty. "'Can you say that back to me, princess?' "'Princesses are pretty and polite, "'except for when they're naughty,' Danny said.' At this point, he was disassociating. He kept catching glimpse of himself in his oversized, sparkling dress and shoes, with the long blonde wig above his heavily made-up face. He felt as though he were in a dream, a nightmare. The whole ordeal seemed to have gone on forever. Surely it couldn't continue for much longer, could it? People would be wondering where he was, he thought. Things couldn't get any worse, could they? Before he could ponder upon this question, Janine re-entered the room. She had a huge grin on her face. Girls, she said, all three of you. It's time to go to the living room. We can now let Princess Danny and Slutty Sean know about the plan. Emily flashed Danny a sinister smile right in his face before gripping his hand tightly and leading him to the living room. Thoughts of escape were on his mind once more but he was also filled with a morbid curiosity to see what they'd done to his friend, Sean. Danny and Sean looked at each other open-mouthed. Ordinarily, they'd have found it beyond hilarious to see the other like this, but they knew that neither of them were in a place to talk. They weren't sure who had it worse. Danny was dressed like something out of a fairy tale, whilst Sean looked like something out of a music video. Horrified and speechless, they couldn't take their eyes off each other. Stop gawping, said Rosa. Janine just smirked, while Emily marvelled at the work they'd achieved in less than one full day. In a moment, we'll tell you about your mission, said Janine, but first, we need to see you two having a conversation, like the two Bessies you are. Sean closed his previously hanging mouth. Before opening it again, to say a simple fucking hell, Danny. Not like that, shouted Janine. Danny blushed furiously. It was bad enough, being humiliated in front of the girls, but to be bossed around, forced to act like a girl in front of his mate was unbearable. The three girls were holding their phones up, getting more pictures of the two girls together. Saved to the cloud, said Rosa. Danny knew he had to do as they said. "'Isn't it nice, being a girl?' he said, quietly and unconvincingly. The three mistresses rolled their eyes. "'Danny,' said Rosa, warningly, "'don't undermine all the work we've done teaching you.' Rosa's voice was low and threatening, the opposite of what they demanded Danny's should be. "'We're both girls,' he said in a higher-pitched, almost squeaky voice. We're girlfriends, he said, looking at the floor. Janine, Emily and Rosa looked straight at Sean, demanding his reply. Reassured somewhat by Danny's participation, Sean tried hard to sound like a woman. Hey girl, he said. I'm just loving the dress. Rosa clapped her hands. Good work, Janine, she said. Shall we tell them, said Emily, what we want them to do? Janine nodded. Beaming with pride at what Sean had become under her guidance in such a short time. We're going to walk back to your favourite shop, said Emily. Do you know how sad it is hanging out there? said Rosa. Danny and Sean hung their heads slightly. Anyway, continued Emily, we're going to walk back to the shop and you two are going to flirt heavily with two of your pals. No way, started Sean. Janine looked at him warningly and he quickly shut up. Sorry, he said. Danny looked at him with raised eyebrows. You're going to flirt with two of your buddies, Rosa took over from Emily, and bring them back here. Can we go then, asked Danny anxiously, much to the three girls' amusement. No, they said in unison. You'll be staying in a room together, she said, and we won't tell your secret if you don't. Danny and Sean quickly realised what they meant. They would have to continue to pretend to be girls, to trick their mates. That would never work, would it? They were covered in makeup, but they still looked like themselves, didn't they? It's up to you to remain convincing, said Janine. Danny and Sean nodded. They were filled with embarrassment and anxiety. Both felt overdressed in different ways and knew they'd be sure to attract attention on the walk to the shop. Whilst Danny looked like he'd stepped out of a fancy dress shop, Sean really looked like he should be out clubbing. Not to mention the fact that they were both, in fact, men. Do I look like a girl? Danny whispered to Sean. Sean nodded solemnly, to which Danny replied, So do you. Honestly, I wouldn't recognise you. Proudly, the three girls led their new sissies out of the house and up the street. Sure enough, they began to attract stares right away. Whilst Emily, Janine and Rosa were dressed fairly casually, Emily in jeans and a low-cut top and Janine and Rosa in casual skater dresses, gazes were sure to be directed at Danny and Sean in their extravagant outfits. A group of girls across the road whispered to each other giggling as they looked at Danny and Sean. Janine shot them a filthy glare, putting them in their place. Whilst she wanted Danny and Sean to be humiliated, they were now her, Emily and Rosa's handiwork and she would take any ridicule personally. The group of five continued their walk towards the shop where Danny and Sean's friends were sure to be hanging out around or near. It's so sad, Emily reinforced, hanging out around there. Danny and Sean looked at the floor. As they approached the familiar off-licence, sure enough, a group of familiar-looking boys stood. Almost immediately, the group's attention was on them. Oi, oi, shouted one of the boys. Brought your mates, have you? What have you done with Danny and Sean? Tied them up, have you? The two sissies felt their hearts pounding. They knew they would never, ever live it down if they were found out. They were terrified that their faces would be recognisable. Danny, in particular, who was quite tall, worried he couldn't possibly pass as a real girl. He'd never known he'd want to, but this circumstance absolutely called for it. "'What do you mean?' said Janine. "'Haven't they been back? "'Maybe they've realised how sad it is.' "'Oh, she bites,' said the same mouthy guy. "'He wore a Nike tracksuit jacket,' unzipped to show a pristine white t-shirt and jeans tucked into thick white socks he looked like a tool but you could tell he thought he looked tough the girls had no doubt the white shirt and socks had been washed by his mum and who are you he said turning his attention to Danny wow I've never met a real life princess before the gang of lads laughed Are you looking for your prince, baby? He continued, looking Danny up and down in obvious awe. Emily, Rosa and Janine all looked at Danny encouragingly. Desperate not to get found out, he hung on to his mouth-closed girly smile. He opened his mouth just a little to say, As it happens, I am. Danny giggled girlishly, refusing to look his friend Anthony in the eye. "'Well, I might be your man, baby,' he said. "'Wow, we're getting lucky this week, aren't we, lads?' The three other boys standing with him agreed, looking envious. All of their attention went to Sean. "'You single?' asked one of the shorter, previously silent guys. As Sean and Danny knew, his name was Liam. ''I might be,'' said Sean, also desperate to pass as a girl, so clinging on to a girlish smile and avoiding direct eye contact. ''Depends who's asking,'' he giggled again. The three mistresses were impressed by how convincing both he and Danny were turning out to be. None of the guys at the shop had any idea at all. ''I'm asking, honey,'' said Liam, his confidence growing by the second. ''And he's asking,'' pointed at his dick. Janine, Emily and Rosa turned their noses up in distaste. Sean pretended to be excited, looking straight at his friend's dick and gasping. It was obvious that was how they thought girls would react to such comments. Pathetic. Why don't you two guys come back with us, said Emily. Sean here and Princess Daniela were just saying how much they'd like some male company especially after us three and our fun last night. Anthony and Liam opened their mouths wide. They couldn't believe their look. They were like a couple of dogs being offered treats as they stood up straight and eager, not even trying to hide their excitement. Oh yeah, said Anthony, let's go. He high-fived Liam, then put his arm around Danny. Mmm, he said, you smell good, baby. He inhaled deeply at Danny's neck before kissing him on his lower cheek. Seemingly copying him, Liam put his arm around Sean. He reached into his pocket for a cigarette, offering Sean one. Sean instinctively looked to Janine to see whether or not he was allowed. Janine shrugged and Sean hungrily took the cigarette. He'd been gasping for one since the previous evening. We're just going to grab some drinks from in there, Janine said. What do you two boys drink? beer? Anything, said Liam. Want some money? Sure, grinned Janine, holding out her hand. Liam passed her a £20 note and she entered the shop. She bought several bottles of rosé wine. She passed these to Anthony to carry, then the group of seven walked back towards Emily's shared house. So, what did happen to Danny and Sean, said Anthony, arm around Danny and smoking his own cigarette? Oh! ''Who knows?'' said Emily, mysteriously. ''I'll tell you something, though. He had the night of his life last night.'' Anthony and Liam laughed loudly. They were still failing to hide their excitement at what they thought was ahead. ''You girls,'' he said, ''you're crazy, aren't you? Mad girls.'' ''Oh, I don't know about that,'' said Janine. ''We know what we want, and we know how to get it. Isn't that right, Emily?'' Rosa? Oh yes, Rosa agreed, we sure do, and sometimes what we want is determined entirely by what we experience. Anthony looked confused. I have no idea what you're on about, he says, but it sounds cool. Rosa looked at Emily, they rolled their eyes at how desperate these guys were and how goofy they'd suddenly become. They knew they were going to have some fun with these two. Here we are, said Emily, producing the key from her pocket. Let's have another great evening, hey, Daniela. Oh, yes, said Daniela. Danny had still not let his voice slip. Anthony was now holding his hand, which he was terrified. It was obviously a man's hand, but Anthony hadn't seemed to notice. Emily laughed as she opened the door. After you, princess, she said, slapping Danny's bum slightly as he walked in ahead of her. As Emily, Rosa, Danny and Anthony and Sean and Liam sat in the living room, drinking glasses of rosé, Janine got to work in the bedrooms. "'Just got a couple of things to do,' she said cheerily. "'I'll be back.' Emily and Rosa knew exactly what she was doing, fitting webcams into each of the boys' bedrooms. She put two in each room, hidden from sight, in the top corners and beneath the wardrobes. From Emily's bedroom... She checked the angles and went and readjusted until they were sure to capture everything. She clicked record, setting the camera rolling before returning to drink and chat with the others. So, what are we all talking about, she said, picking up her own glass, drinking it whole and pouring herself another. Anthony and Liam are complaining, said Emily. They think that rosé is a girl's drink. Emily, Rosa and Janine laughed loudly at this. Danny and Sean followed their lead. Anthony and Liam defended their point. It really is, though, said Liam. Have you ever seen a bloke drinking rosé before? Yes, said Janine. I've seen a few. It was clear to Anthony and Liam that there was some kind of hidden meaning in Janine's words, but they weren't going to even try and find it. They were rather intimidated by her and had realised it was best not to question what she said. I can take it off you if you'd prefer to drink water, Janine said. I wouldn't mind drinking their glasses, said Rosa. No, no, you're all right," said Liam. It's not that bad. Liam was now running his hand up and down Sean's back, starting to feel his ass. He gave it a little squeeze and Sean, obviously uncomfortable, was trying his hardest not to look fazed. Relishing in his discomfort, Janine licked her lips. Daniela, she said suddenly, turning her gaze to their other city, who was sat, holding hands with Anthony. Can I borrow you for a second? Make-up time. Emily and Rosa giggled as Danny stood up quickly to walk off with Janine. He didn't say a word as Janine ushered him into the hallway and he didn't have any idea about what was going to happen. When he returned, looking visibly pale a few minutes later, Sean grew worried. He'd actually been starting to enjoy himself, pleasantly merry from the wine, but he could tell by Danny's face that something was up. Janine beckoned him next. Excuse me, he said, remaining high-pitched to Liam. He stood and left the room with Janine. So, you and Danny have a little mission, she said. "'I thought this was our mission,' said Sean. "'We got the two guys back for you.' "'Yes,' said Janine. "'That's part of it. "'But we need to do more than you've done "'to really convince them, your girls. "'If you want to be really convincing, "'you're going to have to suck them off.' "'What? "'What the fuck? "'No way,' said Sean, "'slipping from his feminine voice dramatically. "'Shh,' hissed Janine. "'Do you want them to know what you've done to them, "'catfishing them back here?' Sean shook his head. He was starting to panic. You're going to take Liam into your bedroom and you're going to give him a blowjob, she said. There are cameras set up in there so we will know whether you've done it or not. Sean felt nauseous. He heaved a little before swallowing loudly. Do as we say, said Janine, and we won't spread your photos around. She waved her phone at him, reminding him of what they had on him. He nodded his head solemnly, before the two of them returned to the living room with big, beaming grins. Sean instantly poured himself another large glass of wine. He was going to need it. As they sat in the living room, for another 10 minutes or so, the tension grew. Liam and Anthony were clearly horny, with their hands all over what they thought were two girls. Why don't we get you out of this dress? Anthony whispered into Danny's ear. Danny was terrified, of course, He couldn't get out of the dress. If he did, it would be immediately obvious that he A. had no tits and B. had a penis. I have a better idea, he said. He looked at Janine, who was watching him like a hawk. Let's go to the bedroom. Anthony licked his lips and followed his princess-dress-clad friend into the bedroom they were now occupying. It was unlocked, but Janine followed them and bolted the door behind them. In the bedroom, the pair kissed passionately. Janine rushed to Emily's bedroom to watch, gasping at her achievement and double-checking she had pushed record. She raced back to the living room, keen to get Sean and Liam in the same situation. "shani" said Janine. "'Why don't you show Liam here the bedroom you're staying in?' Sean gulped the rest of his wine in one go. ''Sounds a good idea,'' said Liam, stretching his arms out before pulling Sean up off the sofa. Wordlessly, Sean led Liam into the bedroom he'd been feminised in just hours before. After closing the door, he heard the subtle sound of Janine pulling the bolt. He looked into the corner and spotted the webcam, sighing discreetly. He allowed Liam to push him down onto the bed. Like Danny and Anthony, they started to kiss... Liam pushed his tongue into Sean's mouth aggressively, and Sean could only passively accept it.
0: So that was Pamela Harlow with her story, Feminizing the Tough Guys, Part 2. And I hope you enjoyed it. Obviously, there's a bit more to that story than where I left off at, but uh, I hope you liked what you got. Um, With, uh, you know, the podcast, there's two versions. There is the premium version, which... um, $15 a month so it's pricey uh you get access to all the audios um in their entirety that i put up and i've been putting them up for a while now i think there's 32 audios up there complete so that's probably around 30 hours of uh audio and if you're just listening here it's free and you're welcome to do it and uh but if you do really like an audio, um, you can find them, ones like this, on uh, Clips for Sale, which, oh, that's hard to say, Clips for Sale, there we go, which um, I highly uh, recommend. So, however you listen, I hope you're enjoying. Um, you know, it's a great way for me to, you know, hear my stories read by some just amazing women, and, uh, you know, I enjoy it a lot. So, I will be back next week, I hope you will be too. Bye-bye.